Welcome to the 2SER Book Club, where every week we open up a new book and help you discover something to read, no matter what you taste. Here's Andrew and Alex. Hi, Andrew. How are you? I'm good, Alex. How are you? I'm so well, thank you. So well. What have you got for me today? You I'm so excited. You said with your hands there, which I mean, I guess I guess people do, but usually across distances, and not across the desk. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure that you knew how much I wanted to say hello. I love it. It's just like if you if you haven't had your Wheaties yet, just get a just get a good breakfast radio wave. That'll wake you up. That's radio um, for you. That's okay, but this this fits because I have brought something with a bit of energy for you today. Um, I love it. I, I haven't done any YA for a while. So, mm. apologies to YA fans or even just YA listeners. Um, if we are skewing to that demographic this morning, maybe some of the uh, kids have like finished their HSC. Um, but so, look, when I when I do bring in YA, I like to be, like it to be a bit dystopian. Oh, nice! And so, what better to tell you about than the latest book from New York Times bestselling author Scott Westerfeld? Ooh. Yeah. So Scott's the author of uh, several like legitimately many successful <laughs> YA series including the uh, the Ugly series. Oh yes. Oh, I know that one. Now I we've do. got you got you the Ugly series. Yes. Well you'll be excited then. Uh, Leviathan and also the Zero series which he he wrote with um, a couple of other Australian authors. He's won an Aurelius award just in case wow. you were looking for his dystopian credentials. Um, <laughs> he's also embarked on a new series called Imposters, and it's uh, book two we're going to talk about. It's called Shatter City. It's out now. Cool. And this is where I think you'll you'll get a bit excited, Alex. Uh, Shatter City returns the reader to the world of Scott Westerfeld's New York Times bestselling Ugly series. Oh, there we go. So we're back in the Uglies world. It's a reunion. Well, it's not quite. <laughs> it's not quite, but I think you'll find some of the things you like. So it's got this sort of future imperfect style utopia where uh, in the Ugly series where all humans are considered ugly till mm-hmm. they turn 16, where they're permitted to undergo extreme plastic surgery modifications to become what's considered, uh, scare quotes, pretty. So that series began in 2005. It spawned three sequels, and it has been optioned for a film that people are still kind oh, of wow. waiting, see yeah. if it comes. Westerfeld is back with this new series, and it takes uh, the reader to the city-state of Shreve. Now, I, you've, you've read them. I don't want to kind of spoil the whole Uglies, um, Uglies series, but this follows on from what happens at the end okay, of sure. that series. So we're in Shreve amongst um, the world of its incredibly privileged first family. In the first book of Imposters, we meet Frey. She's the twin sister of Raffi, and she has been raised sort of in the shadows to be like this uh, secret, undetectable assassin that protects her sister. Oh, okay. Mm. Very cool. So now in Shatter City, Frey is in fact impersonating her sister, in the citadel of Shreve, her plan is to bide her time until she can assassinate her father and free the citizens. Because her dad's like a bit of a dictator, oligarch, right. generally bad guy. Fig- figured as much, mm. yeah. Uh, plans will go awry, though, and her fake fiancé, but actual boyfriend, who was captured when Frey's dad destroyed his city, keep up, <laughs> has arranged an escape. And so now, Frey's on the run. Frey finds herself free and in the city of Path. It's a libertarian paradise where every citizen is implanted with feels that allow them to control their emotions and mood. And so for the first time in her life, Frey doesn't have to control every aspect of her being. She's also got some deadly information about her father's plans. Plans that no one seems to want to believe until it's too late. (gasps) Okay, so... Like most amazing, exciting books, there's only so much you can give away. Yeah. 
Most of but I'm so excited about it. <laughs> most of this book, it's sort of built around sort of character development for Frey. Mm. Frey has always been this sort of non-person. Um, she took on her sister's identity when it was needed to uh, allow her to, I guess, basically impersonate mm. um, her sister as a, like a, a body double uh, to protect her because her, her sister was the princess who was going to inherit the kingdom. Mm. Um, and... So what I'm going to tell you is a bit about what Shatter City deals with. It's got a lot going for it, um, even if, like me, you're not familiar with its predecessors. The story contains its own mythology from the uglies, yeah. uh, which forms a part of the character's motivations. And so we get a lot of what's happened, even if it, you know, without it ever being didactic of that. Mm-hmm. You're going to be fine, though. You've read uglies. <laughs> I, I found, for me, it took some time to warm to Frey as our point of view character. She's abrasive and her character development, it's constantly in conversation with that of her missing sister. So, you know, you don't meet Raffi. But Frey is always talking about Raffi. Right, okay. You do meet it, but it's later in the book. Shh, don't tell anyone. <laughs> Mama's little secret. And so I guess here, yeah. And here I sort of felt like I was missing some of that experience from, from not having okay. read Imposters. Interesting. Scott Westerfeld explores some pretty hot-button issues, though, in his portrayal of both Shreve and Path, which is where Frey escapes to. One is uh, this this idea of an absolute and expansionist dictatorship, which is uh, Shreve, while the other is this sort of li- libertarian paradise. There's no clear-cut parallels with our contemporary world, so this juxtaposition it works really nicely because we're not constantly thinking, oh, you know, Scott's talking about this or this, or I'm supposed to identify this. Right. And from this, we can see that there are these enormous problems that arise from any absolute ideology. You know, you believe too strongly in anything and bad things can happen. Yeah. So Shreve is languishing under this iron fist of its ruler, while Pax's freedom kind of challenges the limits of what should be allowed. You know, what happens when you can almost do anything? Yeah. Technology plays a huge part in the series. Our ability to log in and tune out is exemplified by a myriad of feeds that are willfully manipulated. And so the challenge of sifting through huge amounts of information and separating the propaganda. And remember when propaganda was what we worried about, not uh, fake news. (laughs) Back in the day, wasn't it easier then? (laughs) Trying to sift through this, though, it's almost too much for an individual, which uh, has ramifications on how leaders can exercise and hold power. Mm. But not to say this is a didactic novel. Westerfeld has a lot to say and a lot to discuss, but he does this with this pacey visual writing style. So the action is always moving forward. And with Frey as our sole point of view, she is, and she's like this frenetic warrior princess, it, um, it's great, but almost dizzying at times to keep up. <laughs> yeah. Well, I suppose it is YA and young people are always keeping up with things. That's my opinion. Oh, go- always keeping up. I was like, are we going to have to dial this back to say young people can't? <laughs> no. How dare they? No. <laughs> so I suppose it has to move quickly, maybe. In yeah. That, in that and, sense. And Scott is, I mean, in the YA realm, he is huge. Mm. Um you know, just just since um, I've got this book, I've met many people that have enjoyed yeah. his novels. He's written like twenty two novels, and seventeen of them are YA across Jeez. across yeah those four series yeah, that I wow. mentioned. Um, so Shadow City, I mean, get on board now because you've got it's it's one of those things. You know, you love a series that you can binge. Yeah. So you've got four four books in Uglies. You've got Imposters. You've got Shadow City, and then you've got two more. There are there are two more sequels planned. So this oh, is sweet. This is exactly what you want if you're just like I need a good series to get into. Yeah, absolutely. It's kind of like it's kind of like the Netflix of books. You mm. can you just keep going, but you want to make sure that you catch up before they 
get a, get in front of you. Absolutely, absolutely. And then you just suffer that feeling <laughs> of, of desperation and, and loss and remorse when the they're FOMO. finished. And the you're just FOMO. like, come on, give us a cursed child that we can go to the... No, that's a different series. <laughs> but people will, people will hold on to the series that they love probably for too long. Yeah. <laughs> Quite possibly. So, absolutely go and see it. Uh, go and read it. Go and read it. Go Why? and see it if they make the film. Yeah, yeah. hopefully. <laughs> Thanks for dropping in. Thank you. Catch you next week. That's it for this episode of the 2SER Book Club. The 2SER Book Club records on Gadigal land of the Eora Nation at 2SER's Broadway Studios in Sydney, Australia. The show is produced and presented by Alex James and Andrew Popel. If you want more books from 2SER, why not check out the Final Draft Great Conversations podcast or the Death of the Reader podcast. You'll find those and other great 2SER podcasts wherever you listen to your podcasts. My name is Andrew Popel and I will be back with more books for you on 2SER next time. Till then, happy reading.